Well, good morning. Oh, good morning. Alam mo, I'm so proud of you. Lahat kayo kasi rainy days kayon. And I'm sure may mga at least 100 mga reasons why not to come today. But you overcame the the gloomy, dark, you know, lamig, and you're here. And I believe that's a manifestation ng iyong faith. So you had faith today. God honors when you have faith. And so I'm, wow, give yourselves a big hand. Good job. Good job. You got it. You came today. Especially uh, even the kids. I'm damn excited about mga bata na, na mag, mag church, you know. And uh, binabati ko rin ang mga nasa overflow hall. Mga hindi nagkasha. Next week, maaga kayo. And uh, pati sa nursery. Kasi yung mga mothers na nagbabanti sa mga baby nila. Uh, God bless you. I hope you can hear me well. So today, I want to say it again. No offense, ha? Kung ano yung sasabihin ko ngayon, no offense, ha? Okay? Usually when someone says that, they're about to say something to offend you. <laughs> Pero no offense. No. No, actually, today, sa ating society ngayon, uh, it's so easy to offend somebody. You know? Ang culture natin ngayon is talagang so easy to be offended. People are offended about everything, anything. And yung pinag-usapan natin last week is offenses will come. That's guaranteed. No, every day, meron tayong pagkakataon to be offended. Sometimes, hundreds of times in a day. <laughs> Depende sa interactions mo, you could be offended at home, pagdating sa office o sa school, pwede ka ma-offend doon sa co-workers, you could be offended by your boss, your clients, your suppliers, your co-workers, uh, your, your classmates, your teacher. Pagdating sa bahay, pwedeng Ma-offend, you could be offended sa asawa, sa mga anak mo. You could be offended by your kapit-bahay. You know, when you come to church on Sunday, you could be offended here. Maybe you got offended before you sat down. I don't know. Pero you know, it's easy for us to recognize yung mga nakaka-offend sa atin. So again, number one is it offense will come. Offenses will come daily, pati. But you don't have to take the poison. Yung ginawa ko last week, sabi ko, ito, lason, halimbawa, lason ito, ito, kunin mo, ayaw niya. You don't have to take it. Kahit anong inalok sa'yo, kahit anong sinabi sa'yo, ginawa sa'yo, you don't have to take offense. You don't have to, you know, ako in. And if, if you are easily offended, ang mga sinyas na, ang mga manifestations of an easily offended person is laging na take personal. You know, isang bagay na tinatake mo na personal against you. Hindi naman personal eh. Trabaho lang, pero tinatake mo ng personal. Ayaw niya sa akin. Ganun, ganun. And then, you become yung silent, give silent treatment. O kaya you feel uh, entitled. You feel, I don't deserve that. Someone should, you know, unfair. Kung ang sigaw mo lagi is unfair, then baka yun ang isang characteristic na you're easily offended. Na-touch yung pride, yung ego mo. Naging unteachable. Ayaw mo makinig sa iba. Nagiging insecure. Ang feeling mo is, you know, um, you're always uh, feeling low self-esteem. Feeling na-pick on. <laughs> Or walang nakikinig sa akin. And if you are easily offended, it will affect your life. Isang prison ang offense. Isang kulungan. You're, you'll be trapped. You're in bondage. Um, ang offense will make you blind. Ang taong offended ay isang partially bulag. Kasi, guaranteed, listen, when you're offended, pag na-hurt ka, na-offend ka, you cannot, cannot, do not see everything accurately. You think you do, but you don't. When you're offended, iba na ang perspective mo, na distort na, malabo na ang iyong uh, analytical ability. I say, you, you, you feel offended eh, you're hurt, so bias na, meron ka ng, may, may saktan ka, may, may offense ka, you don't see the true picture. 
you automatically have a negative thought. Hindi ka pa dumating sa office, you're already thinking negative. Naka-program na. So, it distorted na. Ang kaisipan mo. And it will affect your relationships. It will destroy your relationships. And especially your relationship with God. Naso suffer yan. Mga taong na, even people who were offended at church, no? Pag na-offend sa church, no? Tampo na. Hindi na ako babalik. Hindi ako magsisimba. Alam mo, sino naso suffer? Ang Diyos o ikaw? <laughs> Maangat ba ang buhay mo? Are you thriving? Is your life prospering? Is your prayer life going up? Is your is your you know fulfillment sa Panginoon as a Christian going no pag na-offend ka you're suffering and as your pastor I don't want na makulong kayo sa offense okay I'm sharing this with you because I want to set you free today when you're offended it limits what God can do in your life sa totoo lang God has power but when you're offended it limits what He can do Nung si Jesus na dumating sa kanyang hometown, do you remember that story? Dumating siya sa hometown niya, and the people said, sino ba naman to? Di ba? Taka rito lang yan. Ang mother niya, si Mary, itong mga, mga sisters niya, hindi dito lang. So they took offense at him. They took offense. And the Bible said that Jesus could not do many miracles doon sa place na yan. Hindi sinabi niya, ayaw niyang gumawa ng miracle. Sabi niya, he could not. Bakit? Because of their disbelief. Because they were offended sa kanya. Kaya offense can even limit and can even restrict what God can do in your life. Bakit? Ang Diyos, di ba, kaya niyang gawin ng gusto, kahit anong gusto niyang gawin. No? Because God chose to always need a partner na human. God will always move with partnership of someone who prays it, someone who believes it, someone who activates it. God will not do anything without a man or a woman. And man can do nothing without God. Kasi ang Panginoon ay, ang gusto niya, relationship, partnership, interactive and when we're offended, it limits, it blocks what God can do because the relationship is affected. And it's more damaging than you imagine. Pag ikaw ay nagdala-dala ng offense sa mangloob, it's actually more damaging than most of the sins you can think of. More damaging than uh, sexual sin, gambling, alcoholism, fighting, Pag na-offend ka, it's actually the bait of Satan. Uh-oh. <laughs> Parang ang bigat nun, the bait of Satan. Bakit bait of Satan? Kasi ang, ang devil, mayroon siyang trap. And sa loob ng trap, nilalagay ng bait. Diba? Para ma-attract yung, yung daga or what, diba? So when Satan uses a trap to get you, maglalagay pa siya ng bait doon. Something that looks good. Something that looks tama naman. And that thing is offense. Tama naman yung opinion ko. It seems okay. Tama naman yung, yung uh, side ko. It's nothing wrong. I should speak my, I should defend myself, di ba? Dapat magsalita ako. Pero when you're offended, you're walking into a trap. That's Satan's trap. If you have a hard time staying happy, it's because you have too much easy time getting offended. If you want it to be easier to stay happy, you've got to make it harder to get offended. Do you understand? you got to position yourself. you got to grow up a bit and be less offendable. Tanong ko, ikaw ba offendable? 
Is it easy for you to be offended? Alam mo, it can even cause you to get sick. Kasi ang katawan saka kaluluwa, mag, ano eh, isang package yun eh. Hindi basta pwede, hindi pwedeng ihiwalay. Ng, so, it's actually even physically damaging when you get offended. Now, I'm sharing this with you. And by the way, I don't know why. Every time, every time, I prepare yung mga ganito, mga talks, messages para sa inyo. Always, 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 God lets me experience it first before I teach it. So every time I teach something, hindi ito theory, hindi ito, you know, from textbook, I had to apply it. I had to learn it. I had God. That's just what God does for me. He always makes sure that I got to experience it first. So I'm telling you, hindi ako exempt sa mga feelings of the normal human. I know what it's like to have something done or said to you na unfair. In fact, even just kagabi or no this morning one around 1:38 a.m. nabasa ko ng isang post which sa, sa Facebook which I started to feel uh, alam mo yung feeling na dumarating na yung parang eh, parang irritated na bumibilis ang heartbeat may kaba, may gigil, alam mo gigil na, na parang, ano ba to? And you start, you know, and, and I could feel it. As soon as I became aware, the moment I became aware na, uh-oh, this is affecting me. And hindi ko sasabihin yung mga details because if I tell you, you'll be offended. You'll try to defend me. You'll want to, you know, so I'm not gonna... But I'm telling you, I felt that. And the moment naging aware ako na, uh-oh, I'm being affected nito, then that's the time I said, uh-uh, alam ko nito, offense ang inaalok ng Diablo sa akin. He wants me to be offended. And so, ang ginawa ko, takbo kay Lord. And I reminded myself, I'm in a partnership with God. Siya nang bahala sa akin. He's with me. He's on my side. I don't have to fear man. I don't have to fear people. Hindi ko kailangan take matters into my own hands because God is the one working on my behalf. Because I tell you what, my secret is I know, I'm convinced that God loves me. And that helps me. But remember this, you got to determine, not just decide, Determine to live your life unoffendable. Make that. Yung parang, yung resolve, yung, yung decision na basta, kahit anong mangyari, hindi ako ma-offend. I won't go through this day offendable. Kahit anong sasabihin nila sa akin, kahit anong gagawin sa akin, hindi ako I'm not gonna do it. It's my choice. Tandaan nyo ito. Offense is a event. Okay? It's something that happens. But offended is a choice. I guess you? I guess you? Offense is an event. It happens, hopefully not every day, but there's always a chance. Offense is an event. But yung dalat-dalat mo yung offense, yung inaako mo yung offense, yung carrying, taking the offense, that's your choice. You don't have to have it. And I gave you, last week, I shared with you mga tips how to not take it. Una, yung tip is to know your identity in Christ. Maging secured, maging aware na your identity in Christ is child of God. Pag 
Kilala mo ang sarili mo. You know who God is. Your Father. He loves you. He's your Son. I mean, you, you're His Son. You cannot be easily offended because, bala, kahit anong sabihin nila, I'm still God's child. Kaya si Jesus hindi na-offend. He did not take offense because He knew He was this is my beloved son, sabi sa kanya, I'm well pleased. But because he knows his identity, he was able to reject offense. If you know your identity kay Cristo, you will decline to be offended. You will reject it. Secondly is you have to guard your heart. Ibig sabihin, yung the moment you feel offended, run to the Lord. Takbo kay Lord. God, help me, help me. And then you focus kay Jesus. And pangatlo is you choose to be humble. Hum- humility is your way of escape. It never hurts to be humble. When you humble yourself down, you cannot easily be offended. Kasi nagpa-under eh. Parang, parang may bullets of offense pero nag-humble down ka you go under the radar you go under the line of fire and when you go under God lifts you up when you go down God gives you grace assistance favor so I tell you choose to be humble for your own sake to overcome offense it's your escape route be humble and love because love well God's love to you and God's love through you it's God's love that covers a multitude of sins if I give you my credit card that covers it you buy what you want just put it on my credit card okay so hindi ka ma-offend, hindi ka masasaktan kung ang kasama mo ay bumili ng something na napakamahal. Kasi it's not your card, it's my card. Ako ang masasaktan. No? But actually the, the credit card covers it. And Jesus has given us His love like a credit card. And His love and His sacrifice has covered a multitude of sins. Okay, once you are aware of that, you don't get offended. Because Jesus covered it. Jesus paid for it. So it's covered. And hindi lang sa kanya, pati sa atin. Isaiah 44 verse 22, sabi ng Diyos, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud. Kaya return to me. I have redeemed you. Relationships are so important. Isa sa core values ng church. Core value ko, relationships. Di ba mahalaga sa inyo ang relationships? Kasi ang relationship is yung pinaka, pinakamatamis na mararanasan natin sa buong buhay natin. Or, pwedeng the opposite. Pwedeng yung pinakapait ng karanasan. Relationships can be what makes you happy and yung joy, yung malalim na joy or relationship that goes wrong pwedeng maging pinaka burden pinaka source ng pain emotional wounds a beautiful relationship pwedeng maging napaka wrong, napaka pangit can turn sour alam mo, nagsimula na will you marry me? Dan yung proposal, ang tamis, may romantic music, chocolates, flowers, lahat. So, ang ganda ng relationship. Dream come true. Two children later, nag-aaway na, giera, about money, about in-laws, about children, about every... Alam mo, you, what happened? What happened? Bakit yung, you know, when they got married, when they were doing so good, ang ganda ng relationship, wala sa kanila, nagsasabi na, sige, Sirain natin ito. Wala. Nangyari because of offense. And then another offense. And then another offense. And naging pait na. Pero I'm telling you today, hindi kailangan mangyari ito. You don't have to have 
dysfunctional relationships. You don't have to have broken home, uh, angry attitudes and hurtful emotions. You don't have to have relationships that are complicated, hurtful, and the source of headache in your life. Pwedeng maging magaan as God has intended. God gives us relationships para ma-fortaste, para matikman na yung tunay na relationship sa kanya. A relationship between a, a boy and his father is a sneak preview of God and son. A relationship with a man and wife is a sneak preview. It's a taste, a sample of our relationship with Jesus Christ, the bride, the church, you know, and on and on. Friends, those are all relations. Every relationship is a gift from God so that we'll know Him more. So, Jesus said this, Blessed is He. Now, sabi ko last week, the word blessed means empowered to succeed. Sabi ni Jesus, you are blessed if you do not get offended. Yun ang sinabi niya kay John the Baptist. Now, sino si John the Baptist? Di ba, pinsan ni Jesus? Okay, John the Baptist ay um, meron din siyang ministry bago nakaroon, nakaroon ng ministry si Jesus. Nauna si John the Baptist. Parang forerunner siya. And uh, maraming sumusunod sa kanya. Nagbaptize siya ng marami. Nangaaral siya. And then Jesus comes along. Sabi ni John the Baptist, siya nga, siya na ang Savior. Hindi ako, I'm, ako ang voice, ako ang prophet para sa kanya. Siya nga. And then, nag-take off na yung ministry ni Jesus. Now, siyempre, si Jesus, namili siya ng dose. Primary leaders niya. Yung mga disciples niya. Sinong na, napili ni Jesus? Mga ragtag team. You know, mga fishermen, mga alanganin, yung mga yung mga may dysfunctions and he did not choose John the Baptist he did not choose his own cousin family na nauna pa sa kanya and sa, sa theology alam ni John the Baptist mas qualified siya magpinsan insan what about me? Dose na, hindi mo sila kilala. Bago lang sila. Anong loyalty nila sa'yo? Ako ang pinsan mo. Blood relatives, kadugo. He did not choose John the Baptist. Kung sa uh, ministry, he has the experience, he has the knowledge, everything. So it seems logical na dapat siya ay isa sa mga apostles, di ba? But Jesus did not choose John. Kung ikaw si John, ma-offend ka, no? Ilang taon ka nag-sisikap, nag, uh, ilang taon ka nag-set uh, up na yung ministry, and all of a sudden, bagsak na yung sayo, boom, yung kay Jesus. Higit pa doon, nakulong pa si John the Baptist. So, dito si John the Baptist, nasa kulungan, unfair pero nasa kulungan of course he has the right he has the feelings sigurado he has the opportunity to be offended unfair he's nasa prison si Jesus kasama ng mga dose niya nasa labas nagpa-party naglalakwat siya traveling wedding drinking wine enjoying life booming their ministry si John the Baptist nasa kulungan and eventually nag-send ng message si John the Baptist kay Jesus. Tanong, tanong mo kay Jesus kung ano ba? Kayo ba talaga ang Messiah? Are you really the one? Or should we look for somebody else? Do you remember? I don't know if you know these stories. But John the Baptist was questioning. He started na paparinig na. Hello, Jesus. I'm in prison. No offense. And that's when Jesus sent the reply. Blessed is he who does not get offended by me. 
in John chapter 6. And dami mga followers of Jesus doon. And they left him. He started preaching. And all of a sudden, they decided to abandon him. They quit following him. Parang dati silang ano, active sa church. Ngayon, biglang, ayaw ko ng church dito. Lipan ako. Alam mo bakit na-offend sila sa teaching ni Jesus? Sana hindi ka ma-offend sa teaching ko. Pero ito, yung, yung, nung nagturo si Jesus about sa flesh and sa blood, na-misunderstand lang nila. Na-misinterpret. Pero na-offend sila. Kaya nag-back out na sila. And one classic example, si Judas. In John chapter 12, magkasama sila sa isang bahay. Andun si Judas, andun si Jesus, andun isang babae na mayro siyang napakamahal na perfume. Pabango. Sabi, it's worth about one year's salary. And this woman, out of love for Jesus, out of an act of extravagant worship para kay Jesus, brinik open niya yung kanyang pabango. At binuhos niya ang pabango dun sa pa- mga paa ni Jesus. Wiping it with her hair. And you know, she was doing this from her heart as a worship. Ang nangyari, nagsalita si Judas. Kasi nakita ni Judas, napakamahal yun. Sayang! So nagsalita na siya. He was offended because itong babae, yung kanyang wealth or yung kanyang savings, isinayang yang doon sa, according sa opinion ni Judas, sayang yan. You just put it in his feet. After that, wala. So nagsalita si Judas. Sayang yan. Dapat hindi, ma- mali, mali yan. Okay, nagsalita. And he said, dapat yung, yan na yan, dapat naibenta yan at bigay yung pera sa mga mahihirap. So here, what we're talking about, basically, is we're talking about finances. Right? Judas had an issue. He had a problem. He was offended with the financial decision in the group. Hindi niya nagustuhan yung expense na yun. Kaya nagsalita siya, hindi dapat ganyan, mali. Inisip ko, hindi naman galing sa kanya eh. Yung babae ang naggastos, hindi naman si Judas, anong pakialam siya doon? Anong pakialam niya doon? Do you, do you understand? Anong kinalaman ni Judas doon? Hindi naman galing sa busay ni Judas. And that, number one, that was not his business. That was a ministry expense. It was something that the woman wanted to do. It's her own money. She could do it. And that's her style of worship. Hello. Minsan, ikaw ba na-offend sa style of worship ng ibang tao? Have you ever felt offended because you don't like or you don't understand or hindi mo type yung style of how someone else worships? Or maybe mas nakaka-relate ka, have you ever been offended on a matters related to financial expenses at church, sa bahay, or sa office? Have you ever had, or maybe not you, sabihin natin hindi ikaw. Sabihin natin, may alam kang tao. Alright, para, may, may alam ka na, or may naririnig ka sa isang tao na na, no, the poor will always be there. This is for me. This is for my burial. Parang even right now, you're probably thinking, si Jesus ba yun? Ganun ba talaga? Yeah. Sometimes you don't understand. Na-offend ka lang, hindi mo naintindihan kung bakit ka na-offend. When in fact, listen to me, I'll give you a secret. This is a little psychology, but here's the thing. Anytime you hear someone reacting or um, criticizing or feeling offended about finances, pinapakita lang nila yung sariling issue nila. Pinoproject lang sa ibang tao. Well, sa church, anytime you hear, ah, that church, yung pera-pera ang habo nila, actually, they're the ones with the issue. 
Because why? Kasi yun ang unang pumasok sa isip nila. Something about finances. They are sensitive and easily offended about money. For other reasons. Anytime you criticize something, it shows your deepest fears. FYI lang. So Judas was offended double over when Jesus corrected him. The next chapter, he went and betrayed Jesus. It says in John 13, verse 27, Diba si Jesus kumuha ng tinapay, sinaw-saw tapos si binigay? That's the signal na siya. Kasi nagtanong si John, John the Beloved, sino mong betray sa'yo? Ibinigay niya. It says in John 13, 27, As soon as Judas took the bread, what did he do? As soon as he took the bread, it says that Satan entered into him. As soon as he took the, he was offended. And it opened a door for Satan to enter him. Friends, dedicado ang offense. It will ruin your life and open a door for the enemy to move in your heart. Kaya, kahit na Christians, I mean, it's very ironic ang isang Christiano na offend. Because the basis ng ating faith always revolves around yung relationship natin with Jesus who canceled all of our offenses to Him. Diba? So how can we be offended when we were already forgiven ng ating mga, mga kasalanan. So, Jesus gives an example in uh, Matthew chapter 5. Uh, this is all about relationships. Okay? Sabi mo relationships. In, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus gives an example about itong nagiging offended and then palalim na palalim. Pa, you know, it starts out, He says, you know, you've heard before in the law, it says, do not commit murder. Okay, there will be a judgment. But I tell you, don't even be angry with anyone. Don't even get offended. If you're angry with others, you'll be judged. If you insult someone, you'll be judged. And if you call someone a fool, you'll be in danger of the fire of hell. Now, yung ginamit ni Jesus na term dito, fire of hell, yung hell is not abstract, no? Lahat ng Jews know what is that word. Kasi in the Greek, the word there was Gehenna. Gehenna was a place, not in outer space, huh? Not sa ilalim ng mundo. It was just outside Jerusalem. Gehenna was also referred to as the Valley of Himon. 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 And doon sa sinuuna, doon nag-sacrifice sa mga babies in their worship sa Diyos, sa false god. Mga uh, Baal and Molak, ang mga false gods nila. And the people before would even sacrifice their babies. Kaya ang ginawa ng mga tao is doon naging parang common dump site. Parang sanitary landfill. Doon tinatapon ang mga dumi, ang mga old animals, and laging parang nasusunog din ang kanilang basura doon. So, the fire was ongoing. Lagi-lagi. It was always burning. Hindi na namamamatay yung fire. would always smolder yung smoke. So, alam na mga Jews what Jesus is talking about. That place called Gehenna. That place out there in the desolate, stinks, it smells bad. And sabi niya, you're gonna be in danger. That kind of yung analogy ba? That's what your relationships will be like. John chapter 10, verse 10. Are you still with me? Are you learning something today? In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come to give them abundant life. So write this down as number two. Write this down. Satan's trap. Okay, Satan is the thief. At ang kanyang trap is not obvious. 
obvious ba? Na hindi obvious ang trap niya. He uses hidden trap of little offenses. Yung maliliit. Hindi agad-agad na isang malaking you know, uh, kasalanan laban sa'yo. It's just more on small things. Minor. Hindi obvious. Kasi pagdating si Satan sa buhay natin, hindi siya mag-a-announce na, I'm here! Naparito ako para wasakin ang iyong pamilya. Papasokin niyo ba ako? No. He will not announce. Ang, 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 ginag, ang style ni Satan is very subtle. Very quiet. Pero gagamitin siya ng bait. Listen, write this down. The agenda, ang layunin ni Satan, is, his agenda is destruction. Nice niya wasakin ang buhay mo, ang relationships mo, uh, nakawin ng happiness mo, health mo, destiny mo. So the enemy's agenda is to destroy your life, destruct you. The enemy's strategy is division. Division. Okay? To break fellowship. Gusto niya, he will lie in kasa asawa to cut communication, to separate your hearts. And his tactic is offense. Tactic, the tools. This is what he uses. Offense. An argument. Isang conflict. Maybe kayo mag-asawa, offended about something small, you know? Kung sino mag-uhugas. Pinggan, you know? Something simply lang about the money. Usually there's an offense about the money. Eh bakit laging tinutulungan mo yung kapatid mo eh yung pamilya ko hindi alam mo naman yun mga something about finances or it starts maybe something related sa mga in-laws you know natouch yung pride ang bagal mag-sorry ayaw mo mag-sorry pa papatigas because why? His agenda is to destroy your life, your marriage, your family, happiness. And his, that's his agenda. And then his strategy is division. Can I get a help? Marie and Marvin, just stand up here for a minute. Just stand up. I want to use you as an example. Okay, Marvin and Marie are here. They're in love still after 15 years. 25. All right. Now, his agenda is to destroy. His strategy is division. Like that, sorry. He wants to divide. He wants to split them up. Maybe with something like a miscommunication. Para maputol yung communication. Maputol yung intimacy. His, his strategy is to divide them. Push them away. Every day, just separate them. And the tactic is offense. 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 He doesn't want you to get over it. Gusto niya maging, you know, like this. Patong, 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 patong. And it starts with something minor. Just something very simple, like, um, you know, just a word na sinabi. And then, yung word na sinabi, wala namang inano, hindi naman bad intention, pero ang dating, iba. Or maybe a, a look. Bakit ganyan ang, bakit ganyan ang mukha mo? Bakit, ano, tingin mo sa, you don't like my hair? Wala akong sinabi. Kikita ko, alam ko, alam ko na yung inisip mo. Yung mga ganon, no? Something simple. You know, maybe an unmet expectation because of unclear expectations. Or maybe it's something like, I think you're too busy. 
for us, too busy for me, or a lack of appreciation, or maybe even a little embarrassment here. Napahiya ako dun sa sinabi mo. Di mo alam na nandun yung parents ko, nakikinig, maraming nakarinig sa'yo. Or something, it, it could be something like a, a selfish motive that came up, a jealousy, a pride. Satan wants to ruin your family. And you know, like Marvin and Marie, they're a married couple, right? Listen, marriage is a sample, a sample of Christ and the church. Tama po ba? So kung anong nice gawin ni Satan sa marriage nila, nice niyang gawin sa buong church natin. The same thing. Division. Separation. Offense. And if you're not careful, you get offended, and it's like blame shift, you know, sila kasi. May karapatan ako maging offended kasi. And you start looking at, sabi ni Jesus, why do you look at the speck of dust in someone else's eye? When in fact, you have, in your own eye, you have a plank. Can you see? Kunyari, nasa mata. So, Jesus, why do you go around complaining Huh? You're looking at the, the speck of dust. Tapat magbago sila. sila? Yung mga tao na yan. You call yourself a Christian. You call, you know, why do you, he says, you know, when you got this in your own eye, because you, why? You got an offense. You got an offense. And that's why you go around criticizing other people because what you criticize oftentimes is actually a dissatisfaction about yourself. Pero pino-project ito sa buhay ng iba because parang as if inaayos mo ang sarili mo sa platform ng ibang buhay. Most of the time, kapag ikaw critical and angry, it's really you're angry at yourself about something. But you can't take it on yourself, so you push it on someone else. And it's an offense. And you know what happens kapag offended ka? Sabi ko kanina, you cannot see everything. See? Hindi ko kayo nakikita. Ganun ako. Hindi ko sila nakikita. You don't see clearly. You get distracted. Bulag. And it is dangerous. And yung division na nice lang mangyari ni Satan sa buhay natin happens one offense at a time. Every plank, every board of wood is made up of many, many, many specks of dust, right? <laughs> and that's why, kaya nga, sabi ko, deal with it quickly. I don't, don't blame you. I, I know what it feels like to be hurt, to be offended, to be treated unfairly. But don't carry it. Deal with it asap. Don't hold it. Drop it. The moment, the very moment na feel mo, naging aware ka na, oops, na nasasaktan na ako, nagigigil na ako, na high blood na ako, the moment you start feeling that feeling, siyempre, kanyang-kanyang manifestations, di ba? Baka sa'yo, naging sweaty na yung palms mo or what, you know, yung iba nag-shake, you know. Yung iba naman nag-asthma attack. Depende kung ano yung sa'yo. Yung iba, like sa akin, na-feel ko yung parang sakit dito sa, yung parang, uh, ano yung stress? Kanyang-kanyang manifestation, siguro kilala mo naman ang sarili mo. But you know what I'm talking about. Pag dumarating na yung feelings, when that starts to happen, agad-agad, deal with it. Tumakbo ka kay Jesus, focus on Jesus, get the focus off yourself, choose to humble down, get the love of God for you. Yan ang ginawa ko kagabi. That's why I got a victory. 
and I didn't take the offense at the Facebook post. Even though it was offensive, hindi ko tinake. I refused because ang ginawa kong strategy is I ran to Jesus and received God's love. Ito ang sinabi. I reminded myself God is working on my behalf. He's my defender. He's my protector. He loves me. Uh, I'm not doing my will. I'm doing His will. He will take care of it. Hindi ko kailangan na mag-react dito. Siya ng bala. And I did that in a matter of, I want to say seconds, maybe a minute or two. But it wasn't long. Kaya hindi ako na-offend. Hindi ako na-offend because ang bilis ko. Ang bilis. But if you nurse that hurt, if you entertain it, you start talking about your rights and how you feel, and your focus is on what they did to you, you're in danger of getting offended. Friends, our lives are like a garden. Our lives, and even our relationships, imagine this is my garden, okay? And yung, yung aking garden ay pwedeng magplant ng flowers, you know, maybe uh, mga herbs, Yung parang, what do you call those? Yung parang cooking. May basil, oregano. Sarap. Masasarap na mga uh, herbal garden, medicinal. So, in our gardens, in our lives, we plant what we want sa future. Buhay mo, relationships mo, this is your marriage. What you plant today, you harvest tomorrow. This is our friendships. This is our cell group. Our lives are like a garden. Huwag mo sabihin na I'm not planting anything. Kung wala kang maitatanim dyan, meron at meron din lalago dyan. But just not the one that you want. Ang lalago dyan, mga tinik, mga weeds. Baka gagawin nilang basuran. But if you get offended, as if or you brought into your relationship the offense. And maybe you say, oh no, what my yung asawa, yung sinabi ng asawa ko sa akin, nagtampo ka ng ilang araw, hindi nasiseto, nagkat yung communication. All the things that Satan wants to happen is starting to happen with that offense. Maaring minor, minor after some time na Parang na-smooth over. But then, a few months later, something triggers that same galit mo, that same irritation mo, kung saan ka na-offend noon. And then you got another offense. And your garden is getting crowded. Then eventually, someone at church Someone at work offends you again. And you get another plank of offense planted in your garden. Blind. blind. You stop talking. You know, something about something about money. Pera na naman. Ang selfish nila. When in fact, actually, you're fearful about your own financial situation. And then, another one again. Something about yung ego. Feeling mo napahiya ka. I can never forgive. Napahiya ako sa maraming, sa harap mo ng maraming tao. And so, all of these things, friends, it becomes like one offense on top of another. Little by little, yung garden mo naging crowded, punong-puno, hanggang sa you allowed your offense to become offense. A, f- a barrier. Sagabal. Division. The offense, the tactic 
became the division. And because of the division, wala na yung intimacy, destruction now. Honey, love, bucket, sweetheart, bucket, hindi na tayo nag-uusap. Matagal na hindi tayo nag-date. Pastor, since ka, busy ako, hindi ako makaka-church. Kuya, pag-usapan uh, na yung mana natin, yung lupa, paano tayo magdi-divide yung bukid? Sinong pangalan na sa titulo? All of our God-given, valuable relationships become source of pain and hurt. Because why? Because of the offense. What can we do? What can you do? I wish we could find an example of somebody that had every right to be offended. Someone that had the right to get offended but didn't take it. Oh, but wait, he did take it. He took our offense. And Jesus took your offenses to the cross. And you don't have to be offended now. Dahil inako ni Jesus ang lahat ng mga unfair treatment, lahat ng mga betrayal, shame, beatings, cursing. And you know, once the garden that was a garden of love, ngayon naging parang Gehenna, parang naging hell na. But it says over here in Colossians chapter 2, in verse 13 to 14, it says, He, this is God, He forgave our trespasses. Okay? Okay, our offenses. He forgave our trespasses. He canceled the record of the charges against us. The offenses against us. Okay? And He took it away by nailing it to the cross. God took all of our offenses and put it on Jesus. He charged it. charged sa account ni Jesus. And Jesus died and took it to, the, to, to hell. So the last point is this. I want you to really, ito yung application natin. Now, God forgave forgave my offenses so I can do the same for others. Ang laki-laki namang pinatawa ng Diyos sa atin. Hindi ba kaya nating i-forgive yung anak o yung asawa mo o yung classmate mo? Yes. God forgave, so should I. Sa Matthew chapter 10 verse 8, anong nakalagay doon? Na Jesus said, freely you received. Freely you have received. So freely give. Libre ang pagpatawad ng Diyos sa atin. Ang binigay niya. Libre din. You don't have to make someone pay for what they did to you. Freely you receive. Freely give. So listen. Inuulit ko. Conflict, offenses, garantisado yan. That will come. But forgiveness is a choice. And the good news is this. Here's the good news. The more you forgive, the easier it becomes. Yeah. Kala mo, mahirap. Mahirap na i-forgive, no? The actu- actually, the reason it becomes easier is because na-re-realize na mo how futile, how useless, how dangerous it is to be offended. It's like you're letting someone 
take the it's like the you're taking the the yung blason and you hope they die. I hope they die. You're ikaw umiinom ng blason and you want him to die. Parang as if na you're setting a prisoner free. Na malalaman mo lang ikaw pala ang prisoner na yan. When you forgive, you're releasing people. And here's the thing. Ang forgiveness ng Diyos sa atin is to us, God's forgiveness to me, but it should also go through me. The forgiveness of God should go not just to me, but through me, to you. Because I've been forgiven, now I'm empowered to forgive others. So, ano mangyayari? Pag na, nasaktan ka, na-offend ka, you have a choice. You're gonna hold it. You're gonna keep looking at it. Talk about it. Share your offense with someone. Nagahanap ng kakampi. Nagahanap ng sympathizer. Alam mo yung ginawa niya sa akin. Alam niya sinabi niya. Paparinig pa sa Facebook. You're gonna hold it. Magkakaroon ka ng malaking kahoy sa mata mo. When in fact, what you could do is just drop it. You could just drop it, right? Maybe it's a little bit loud, but what are you going to do? Jesus dropped the charges against you, right? Jesus forgave you. Can't you just drop it? The next time na pahiya ka, Okay, that's offensive, that's hurtful, but you don't have to take it. May ginawa silang na embarrassing sa'yo, but you don't have to take embarrassment. You could drop it. No one can make you angry. It's your choice. No one can give you shame. You accept it. Are you following me? So what are you going to do next time you're offended? Drop it. What are you going to do when you're treated unfairly? What are you going to do when someone insults you, criticizes you? What are you going to do when someone hurts your emotions? You're just going to drop it. Right? And then, you can now manage your garden, your relationships, your life. You can start planting the right things in your garden. You can plant love, uh, patience. You can plant long-suffering, forbearance. You can start planting in your garden. And God will... Replace, And that's why I want to give you three R's. Dito po tayo magtatapos. Ang first R is we need to ask God to reveal to us kung saan o kung anong offense na meron pa tayo na nakatago sa ating emotion. Reveal. So you ask God, Lord, scan mo ako. Search my heart kung meron akong offense inside of me. Kung ikaw ay may uh, computer, probably meron kang antivirus software, di ba? And kinakailangan ng antivirus software kasi delikado kung ma-expose sa USB ng iba and then makakalat na yung virus, it can destroy all the files in your computer. Buti na lang meron tayong antivirus para sa kaluluwa. And that is, we say, God, scan me. Search my heart. Check kung merong virus. Kasi offense is a virus. Delicado. And you want to catch it sooner. So we ask the Lord, God, search my heart and reveal any offense in me. And then the second R is to remove it. You, you say, God, please remove, uproot Bunutin. Take it out. 
And you know, kung ang Diyos, uh, ang pangako ng Diyos is as far as the east is from the west. Ganong kalayo na inalis niya yung mga kasalanan sa atin, di ba? If God can do that with our sins, how much more He can do that with offenses? He can remove them out of our hearts. Remove it out of our memory. Remove it out of the place that hurts. So ask God to remove, to uproot any offense. And pangatlo is to replace. To replace that offense with good seeds of the Holy Spirit. Good seeds of love. Good seeds of patience. Good seeds of humility. Maybe yung heart mo na nangangailangan din ng overhaul. You know, Jesus said yung different types of soil is like the heart. No? Yung iba ma- matinik, you know, mabato, mababaw. And we need to ask the Lord, replace the soil, replace the condition ng aking puso. Gawin mo akong isang matabang lupa, gawin mo akong fertile soil for your seeds to be growing in my heart. So when you drop it, you win. Alam mo, you might be thinking, eh pag, if we forgive ko siya, parang nanalo siya, talo ako. No, no, no. Baliktad. When you forgive, you win. You are the champion when you forgive. When you have the opportunity to be offended, but you drop it, you are the winner. Don't think about, well, that's unfair. No, you win. You're, you're, you're refusing to take the poison. You're, you're refusing to get in the trap. And when you love, when you're humble, when you're patient, all of these are actually um, fighting back against the devil. It's a spiritual warfare. When you love, you're a champion. When you're patient, you beat him again. When you humble yourself, you are destroying his agenda for you. So no offense, huh? Right? No offense. Don't take it. Don't take the bait. Drop it, reject it, and be a champion in life. And you can do it because Jesus did it for you. Yan ang pinaka no takeaway natin. Si Jesus namatay para sa aking mga offenses, para sa aking mga kung saan ako ang nakamali o kung saan na meron nakamali o nasaktan sa akin. And Jesus took it on the cross so you don't have to carry it. You can let it go. He's forgiven you so much, you can do the same. Believe and receive the forgiveness of God and you will be the one winning because you won't be offended. I want you to put your hand on your heart like this. And just do these three R's. First of all, say, God, reveal to me. God, reveal. Say, God, reveal. Show me if there's any offense. God, remove. Bunotin mo ang mga offenses. Burain mo sa aking puso ang memory, ang hurt from the offense. And finally, God, replace the offense with forgiveness, with love, to cover a multitude of sins. Replace the hurt with healing. Replace the offense with seeds of love. We need you, God. Father, I pray for this church, this house, that everyone here will walk in victory over offense. That we will not be offended, not anywhere, by anyone. That we would always walk with a healed heart. That even when offensive things are done or hurtful things are said to us, but we would just say, I determine not to get offended. That Lord, kapag 
na- naging aware po kami sa feelings, we just run to you. And we just remind ourselves of your love and forgiveness to us. And you would help us. Help us, Lord. Protect us. Guard our heart that offense could not get in. And help us to drop every offensive thing, every hurtful thing, so that we would not build a fence out of offense. Lord, protect our relationships. Protect, fortify our marriage, our children, our relationships at work, at school, in the house, and in the church. And cause us, Lord, to grow a beautiful, thriving, productive garden of fruit from your Holy Spirit. And we pray this all in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen. No offense, huh? Sabi mo sa kalapit mo, no offense.